coming to you live from Studio Underground. We coming to you, uh, bringing you all the world of sports. The CJ Dad's Factor with my co-host here, Sans, Sanzo Marek, or whatever he's called Dr. Sans, you know I call myself. Yeah, don't, play, don't play dumb right now. Don't matter what you call yourself, because anybody else has called you that. But Sanzo, <laughs> Sanzo Marek, you know the thing goes. Ah, boy. We yeah, back we- at it again. All right, uh, we can jump right into it. I know everybody ready to hear the takes on All-Star Weekend. How do y'all feel or how do you feel? Um, viewers, don't be shy to send in uh, questions um, or reviews or comments about the show or any questions we ask. Um, but yeah, how do you feel about the All-Star Weekend festivities? Okay, so that's, I guess we could start off from the beginning, I guess. Um, the Rookie Game. Uh, the rookie game was a standard rookie game to me. Um, um, the format, um, the world versus USA, I still think it's a little faulty. Um, I understand what they're trying to do. I think it'd probably work better if they tried it with the all-star game itself because nice. I don't think it's a lot of... Um, the USA rookies are usually a lot better than the world rookies. Yeah, for now. For that's, now. That's about it. For now. Um but it it was a it was an okay game, you know what I mean. Obviously, everybody wanted to see Zion and and Cha um, put on a little mini dunk contest at the end. It didn't work out too well, um, but they had some highlights in there. Um, some good young stars coming up, and Trey Young, Luca, um, Cha, Zion, you know, the rest of those guys. So good to see the young talent on display. What you thought about the rookie game itself? Well, I like the format. Leave it the way it is. Because like I tell people before, with the NBA having this African league now, if you look at it, the reigning MVP has African background. Don't mind that grease thing. Giannis ain't no friggin' grease boy. He's African. Anytime you see a last name which you can't pronounce solid, that's African. Also, the reigning NBA champion, Pascal Siakam, African. Joel Embiid, one of the biggest, the, the best big men in the league, African. You got... To me, when they start that African league, it could be so much raw talent. And mo- but keep in mind, most of these guys, Pascal Siakam, started playing ball five years ago. Joel Embiid started playing ball like six years ago. Like these fellas started playing ball in their teens, mid-teens, late teens, and look what they turn out to be. So imagine if you have a development league now in Africa where you could start catching these fellas from seven, eight, and these yeah. fellas growing into six. You see Thorn make a brother now in high school. He's a seven-foot God. <laughs> you know there's a seven foot guard. Uh, so now you're getting fellas out of Africa with height, but then as clumsy and as awkward as uh how you put this, the Caucasian fellas. <laughs> on, on, <laughs> they ain't as clumsy and awkward as a seven footer. These fellas coming in strong, they coming in stocky, they coming in with that raw native African blood. So if you look at it, but Yana's six eleven. Yeah. It'd be it be seven foot. Pascal, 6'9", 6'10". And these fellas handling the board like God. These fellas shooting three-pointers. These fellas playing defense. These being all around. So, like I say, in about three to five years, this league can be so heavy with African blood. They, Tell it in. It ain't be funny. That, they're natural athletes. Yeah, they natural. And, 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 and you're like, and that African league, I, I, I saw the little um, fly for the outfit the other day. I can't wait to start off. I want to follow that a little bit more closely. Um, you just, just see how they can implement it, you know, the NBA doing a real good job, I must say, of, of making the game international. Yeah, so like I said, a rookie so, rookie's game can be very much more competitive 
because you got those fellas coming in who can compete against these U.S. fellas who run your crime, but they won't go to college and they won't go straight into the D-League and they too worried about endorsements and stuff. Where you got these hungry fellas coming out, well, not literally, well, that was a bad pun, but maybe literally, <laughs> but these no, hungry, hungry, not, hungry for ball. Hungry for success. Yeah, these fellas who come in and hungry yeah. just to play basketball, yeah. they come in and at any level, they just come in to kill. Mm-hmm. But these fellas, they want a Nike deal and Adidas deal and all that. Trust me, it could be high competition going And international players just build different from American players. If you don't see it by now, I mean, oh, yeah. you got to look hard, right? Look look at this, the things they do. Look at the way they, way they care themselves. Look at how Giannis is quick to pick his African brothers. Just by the way they quote, eat. Unquote. They right. eat different, so their right. body compositions be different. So I I, I think I think they're being for a good global expansion in the next coming years. So um, Saturday night, Saturday night was the... Uh, all the skills challenge and the uh, dunk contest. I know shooter. who in the skills challenge. Who in the skills challenge? Tatum? Tatum or not? He's a shy idea. Tatum or not? Uh, or oh. whatever you say. Another African, like I said. Came yeah, he, 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 he. out of Bayou. Bam, bam, bam came first. Bam man. came and they beat out all the guards. First of all, it was an all big man final. Yeah. So that was obviously surprising. Mm. And you had him and Pascal Siakam playing really good along with um another a lot of other international players. Yeah. So like I say the skill set is really expanding worldwide. This 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 has really been and I think cuz a, a few years ago Chris Stops won it and um they had guys like even Carl Towns making it far. So I think yeah the big man the, the big, big man, man evolution more skilled. Yeah the big man evolution the big man are becoming a lot more skilled now. They doing a lot more things with the basketball yeah. than they was in the they're making better passes, putting the ball through the hoop better. They're hitting their three-pointers. So, they're going around the cones and around the, fel- like, around the defenders better. So it's like, it ain't even no big difference now between a six-foot point guard and a six-ten point guard. That's why Ben Simmons today could be so successful yeah. running in a up-tempo league. And Ben Simmons realistically could even play center yeah. because he's like six-ten. Because people talk a lot about Magic Johnson. But see, Magic Johnson is the one who started that up-tempo. That's why they used to call it like a showtime. Back in the day, it was set-up ball. Like everybody used to bring the ball half-court, run, play, set-up. But no, Magic was 6'10", 6'9". He get it off the rim, and he starting to break from there. So he running, and he passing, and they having fast break all the way down the court. Instead of the traditional point guard trying to bring the ball up, or oh, you make this pick, you make that back cut, or oh, we can try and set that up. So, like I say, people like Ben Simmons now could flourish in a league where it's run and gun. He's 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 this he's a version of Magic Johnson. I yeah. wouldn't say he he's definitely not as good as Magic Johnson was, not. but he's a version of what Magic Johnson was back then. Um, right. And then after that, we had uh, our very own Buddy Hill, you know, taking on another international contest. player in the league who came in and took the three point competition. And in very impressive fashion, shout out, buddy. Yeah, shout out, um, buddy, for, the, the, for the dramatics. Yeah, that was very impressive. And the 2 4 rapping Kobe and rapping the 2 4 2. You know, hit the, the buzzer time. beater. You know, the two point buzzer beater, because if he didn't miss that, it wasn't no yeah. tie. If he didn't miss that, it's either win or lose. One day I could say, but buddy, but he, he thought he talk, he trash, but he barking it up. You know, and he basically telling. He trying to show the the Sacramento Kings itself, like bro, y'all have the best three point shooter in the NBA. Yeah, man, shout out, shout out, buddy. You know, and I, I, I um, I took a look at. Remember last week we was talking about him demanding a trade 
and uh, I took a look at his contract. And what I noticed with his contract was his contract is front heavy. So unlike other NBA players, when they get extension, usually their their contract would start at a certain level and go up. What happens with Buddy contract is his contract is starting at a certain level and then goes down. So I guess because as a rookie, he came in a little old. He came in at 24 and he already played four years. So Buddy's about 28 now. So I guess they're looking at it as, okay, we can give him his, his highest contract up front. So when he's turning like 30, 31, like it wouldn't be too heavy on the books. So it's, it's a win-win situation with Buddy getting his money now and with Sacramento... His later years, he'll be more of a less salary cap problem. I think it's a. I mean, I actually think it's a good deal for. It's a good deal for both sides. I think when I was looking at it, um, I think he has incentives based on whether he hits certain uh, accomplishments. I think playoffs was one of them. Something else was the next one. Playoffs. So, um, <laughs> Sacramento is a very good deal for Sacramento because buddies could get more on open market, but buddies still get paid. Um, where he. Hit those accomplishments again. That's that remains to be seen, but he does that. But um, yeah, I mean, I think it's a good deal for both sides. I guess, but everybody get paid Sacramento. They get their man, but I guess it depends now on whether or not, but he still wants to be there or not. You know what I mean? I don't. I I can't imagine he'd want to stay on the bench any much longer. Of course not. Um. So again, we'll see how the situation plays out. Buddy deserves to start, definitely. So hopefully it works out for him in Sacramento. If not, just come to New York, bro. We got a little space for you, you know what I mean? You could start hey, on that shooting guard slot, bro. Don't kill your career. Come to the Big yeah. Apple, you know what I mean, buddy? You can work something out, man. We can do it. What do you do there? Um, let's talk about the dunk on desk, man. That dunk on desk so controversial. Um, Leave it up to Wade. Obviously, I don't get away too much. <laughs> someone, man. someone who obviously don't know what choices to make in life. <laughs> it runs in the family, I guess. Dwayne Wade, obviously they 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 tried to um, at the end, I guess they tried to stage it to a point to where certain people are supposed to put nines and certain people are supposed to put they tens. Did. They did, and I guess they said that uh, someone didn't do the right thing. We know it's weird. Yeah, we know it's weird. Because we could have saw the expression that, oh, I supposed to put a 10, yeah. I put a 9. The expression, it was obvious. Like, if you watch the replay, as soon as the scores went up, Wade immediately took off his headpiece. Then Corman and Scotty Pippen looked at him like, like, bro, you really just did that? And it's like, he didn't even look in their direction. So you could have tell that Wade probably was the one who intentionally messed it up. So I way I look at it is like this. There's two problems with that, right? Wade obviously messed the thing up. And secondly, I mean, but even still, even if him messing it up, it's like, it's supposed to be individual scores. You ain't supposed to just come together or whatever to, uh, I guess, determine the final score. So with that being said, I have a lot of, I have a few solutions as to what they should do with the dunk contest. But I want to hear what you have to say. Who do you think should have won that dunk contest? Well, obviously it's Aaron, Aaron Gordon. Um... The dunks he, he did was most original. And to me, it was more, they, they were more exciting. Like, see, the thing with, with, with the Jones guy is that you see him all season being a high flyer. So you know what he coming in there to do. He can do high flying dunks. But with Aaron Gordon, like, if you look at him, he look more stockier. He look more bigger, like, he ain't going to jump his eye. Like, you see the crap with Dwight Howard do? Yeah. He'd be like, boy, 
virus brain a dunk on death and then you got people like Aaron Gordon coming in probably built almost the same now not as big as Dwight Howard was back then but probably built the same and you be like okay there's another big man 610 what are you going to do power dunks no this guy doing finesse dunks this guy yeah, doing eat. 360 over fella's head reverse dunks between the leg backwards and like he doing dunks that you would do on 2K they Or were like in the video game like you wouldn't see from an NBA player you see them from like trick players like them fellas who just do dunks all day but yeah. they can't really play ball mm-hmm. but this guy is actually a baller and still doing these type of dunks in a dunk contest yeah they were original dunks all of his dunks were original that's why i like about them and he was you get tell he's extremely creative Derek Jones, he did, he he did have some nice dunks. Yeah, yeah. In I'm a, not saying he wasn't good. In a normal dunk contest, Derek Jones probably would win. Yeah, he good for second. Right, but in this dunk contest, he should have gotten, should have gotten second. He should have gotten second a long time, right? And he was doing the same dunk, just different variations of the same exactly. dunk. Exactly. You know what I mean with the between the legs, but I think they messed up big time. I wouldn't even talk about weird them or whatever the judges. The judges, first of all, you got a panel of dudes who don't even dunk, who don't even play basketball. You got uh, your boy from Black Panther, you got Coleman or whatever. I, yeah, I didn't understand that. I, I saw the judges. I was like, we're gone now. What, what, what's the deal Back with that? In the day, we used to have Dr. J, uh, we used to have um, Dominic Wilkins, Spud Webb, like yeah. fellas who, who who passed previously who, won the dunk contest. Exactly. Now you got these people who. Ain't even basketball players. Ain't even basketball players. And Dwayne Wade, who who obviously said he never did the dunk contest, him and LeBron. Yeah. Because they in game dunkers. They don't know how to. Well, not no. They don't know, but they're not too comfortable with performance dunks. Yeah. So it's like, why is he judging it then? So, that to me, that didn't make no sense. So, double the judges. Uh, secondly, and Candace Parker. Candace Parker, show her Candace Parker. She could dunk, but she ain't she no dunk contest. Yeah. <laughs> right. Looking good out there, boy. But the biggest, the biggest issue I had to me was um, that they allowed, they turned the dunk contest because I think the NBA is so fixated on reviving the dunk contest to its past glory that they focus on the wrong things. Where I say that is after four dunks, the dunk contest should be over. There is no need to go to dunk off because you can't decide a winner. You should be able to decide a winner after four dunks. That's just me. Like, after Aaron Gordon did that wide where your boy threw it off the side of the Bible and he spin round or whatever, that was dunking at night. After that, if Derrick Jones can't top that dunk, the competition need to be over. And I think when you start to get later in those rounds, Yes, Derek Jones got a 50 year. Eric Gordon got a 50 year. In my opinion, all 50s aren't equal. No. You could have a nice dunk, but his dunk could just be better than yours. Two y'all can't get 50. Like to me, everybody knew Eric Gordon had nicer dunks than him. They just got the same score for 50. Exactly. That to me didn't make no sense. After four dunks, you should use your eyes. You ain't got to use no 50 scores after that. Use your eyes and say, "Boy, who had the best dunk in the night?" If this boy can't top this boy, then we giving him, um, we giving this boy the trophy. And I think they didn't do that. They started to get hype and say, "Oh, we need to have a dunk off or whatever." That didn't make no sense. 
And then even when Aaron go and jump over Taco, I thought that was a guaranteed win. I don't understand what was going on after that. I, I don't know why that wasn't a 50. I don't even know why he's trying to figure out the put. See, that's when you get too playful. They want to try and do all eights and nine. So it could be yeah. Like, so it could go to the next one. The man jump over seven foot six man. Like, you trying to tell me that ain't a, a, a 50? That's an automatic 50. No one ever do that. And that's the next thing. Like, if you have a dunk that no one ever did, how is that not a 50? No one ever did this dunk before. Like, he pulled Taco out the crowd. You know he ain't never practiced that. Right? And people's like, oh, well, he ain't clear Taco. How the hell you expect him to clear a man who eight yeah. foot? What do you want him to do? <laughs> how, on, they, how they expect you to do? And he's six foot ten. Yeah, he ain't like this boy is one. Yeah. one uh, 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 what's your boy name who jump over Dwight and had to put on his shoulder? Uh, Nate, Nate Nate. He ain't like, oh, he's one of them short, springy fellas with 40-something inch vertical. The man already 6'10". So yeah. it's harder to jump as a big man. Yeah. How you expect him to clear a dude who eight foot? But anyway, like I said, to me, that was... The, the dunks was was the dunks awesome, were, the dunks was awesome. But the judging and the whole setup was garbage. And then afterwards, you had Twitter going wild. You had social media going wild. People, even NBA players, even NBA like, players, John Morant was like, "See, this is why I didn't want to go exactly on because it's just foolishness. It's foolishness. It's it's it's, it's whatever is hype or or whatever you know. It, it's a bunch of foolishness. Yeah, so. No consistency." In, 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 in the judging and then like I say just sometimes all you gotta do is use your eyes when Derek Jones announces the winner everybody in that arena start freaking out yeah like it didn't make no sense Giannis is like but this Rick you can see it on his lips everybody in the crowd wow this didn't make no sense Derek Jones even looked like but I know I ain't really win this, this competition so my opinion yeah they gotta go back to the drawing board use your eyes man use feel, your eyes I feel the NBA the NBA is in, a re- in, in the right direction uh, going in the right direction because they make adjustments that are so far better for the game. Speaking yeah. of that, they had a, a the NBA uh, association meetings this week. All of LeBron, Chris Paul, um, Kyrie Raven, they were over here at Bahama. Um, so hopefully that's something that they could address with the NF, the NBA PB, what is called it, NPBA yeah, or something like that. Or something. So um, that's something they need to address. Because change is good for the game, and like it say, change makes us better. Or you can lose fans, and you can lose participants. And uh, 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 a key example of that is the NBA game. If you look at the NBA All-Star game on Sunday night, that was a key example of how changing and bringing forth new ideas can make things totally different and Bring in a fan frenzy. Yeah. Because I watched that game Sunday night. And to be honest, that's one of the best All-Star games I watched in about 10, that, 15 years. Yeah, that was... Since about 2001, when Kobe and Iverson was going hard yeah, at it. That, that was that was probably the best one since then. That was and, the best one since then. Um, And again, you write about that. And you got to give Adam Silver credit. Since he's become commissioner in the NBA, I will say this. He ain't scared to change up some things. Yeah. He could try something different. He ain't scared if it go against the status quo. He didn't change the reset shot clock button to um fourteen seconds to speed up the tempo of the game. Which makes it good. Yeah. He didn't he didn't add the coach challenges. Yeah, he, so far so good. You know what I mean? Much better than the NFL challenges. Yeah. So that dude ain't scared to change up some stuff. You know, you know, I had talks about a mid-season tournament. I'm a little skeptical about that one. I, I try to ask, I, uh, like I say, so far, so good. 
But and I feel like you could put it together to the point to where it could pan out. I I wouldn't have given the benefit of doubt. Yeah, but so I got to see how it worked first. Now let, let's get to this All Star game, which was again, like you say, one of the best ones. The third quarter, I started with the third quarter because that's when things really started to get no, good. I started from the first quarter. From Kawhi come out, but he's sitting next to open, wide open, and the first quarter, like he's Steph Curry. It's like, well, who is this guy? <laughs> but like, I ain't gonna lie. But people just take Kawhi for granted because number one, he's not that cocky. Two, he doesn't have to show things until it's time. Like, what? Give me a weakness of Kawhi Leonard. On offense, he developers game to the point where you probably don't have much. The you, man, don't have, you, you don't have much. Not weakness. much turnovers. I don't see him dribbling the ball I, out too much and yeah. doing stuff. He still plays within his offense, number one. Number two, he's a mid-range killer. He hits yeah. that, that free throw angle uh, um, shot with consistency. He could drive to the rim, boise your head off. And obviously, the man could pull up from three. See, just because he doesn't do it at the volume of Steph Curry hitting six and eight threes a game, doesn't mean he's not a three-point shooter. He'll hit his two and three, but guess what? He only taking three and four shots to get his two and three. Steph might hit eight and nine, but people don't realize that Steph taking about 16 to 18, sometimes three-pointers. So it's right. like, what is Kawhi weak now? And obviously we know him on the defensive right. end. All right, let's get something. He ain't shooting the level of Steph, though. No, he, he, but he, he is he, a three-point shooter. He, no, he can, he, he can hit three-pointers. I say he's shooting at the level of Steph, no. but that is not a weakness in this game. No, I wouldn't say there's no weakness in his offensive game. The, the, I would say he the one strength he don't have is probably his passing. Passing is not a strength. It's not a weakness, but it's not really a strength to like like how it is a strength for LeBron. But in terms of his offensive arsenal, no, he, he does not have any weaknesses. He's something like... He's something like KD right now. He don't really KD don't really have no weaknesses in his offensive game. He don't have nowhere you could say. Uh, we could play him up too close. We could play behind. We could do whatever. No, you can't do it to KD nor Kawhi. To me, them two is the most complete offensive players from the the wing position. Um, he started. Yeah, he he, he played like he wanted to win an MVP. You know, point blank period. He played like he wanted to win an MVP. Um, I thought Giannis team competed like I thought they would. No, 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 no. Um, Giannis competed like a dirty would. This team played well. This team played very this well. This team was doing pure garbage in that first quarter. Only Giannis was hustling. Giannis got them into the, the playing. Like, because of his efforts in that first quarter, even though they, they got beat by Masibo 19 points in that first quarter, if Giannis wasn't playing hard, they'd get beat by 30, 40, and they'd never come back. Okay. And then his team started to pick up and it, say, it pick up in the second can't quarter. kill this boy out because he actually playing hard, and he pick us. Even though we is trash, it like, pick, it pick up in the second <laughs> quarter. Larry and all these fellas. Larry, we get Larry in a second. Bang and roast Larry. Larry in a second. But I thought uh, for Giannis, Trey Young and 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 and, and Gobert came in. Yeah, and, Gobert did it. And they and they changed the tempo of that game. I thought they really came in and they was they was clicking. They was, them them two was clicking, especially uh, Siakam started doing anything as well. Um, so I thought that. The game was very competitive after two quarters, right? Yeah, the, yeah, the third quarter, the, the third quarter. The quarters was, where the rules changed. Yeah, the, the, not really. I mean, the third quarter was okay. The third quarter. I mean, no, the rules changed in terms of like they had the thing with the first uh, twenty-four. No, something that was like that. the fourth quarter. That was the fourth quarter. Yeah, the first twenty-four. Yeah, the third quarter was good because they um, reset the score. The third quarter. They did something. The third quarter. They reset something. They reset it at the at the beginning of every quarter. Yeah. Yeah. So at the beginning of every quarter, they reset it, but, and. The thing is, everybody team got some money. 
So I think the the first quarter LeBron's charity got a hundred thousand. The, the second, second quarter, quarter Giannis won. Giannis teams got a hundred thousand. The third uh, quarter they was tied. Yeah. At the end of the third quarter, so it carried over into the fourth quarter, and whoever won the game won like three hundred thousand dollars plus the plus the <laughs> plus the um. The, the the you know the game checks because everybody who on the winning yeah. team I think they get a hundred thousand and then the losing team get fifty thousand, so it's like it all came down to the fourth quarter and to be honest LeBron teams are down like in the teens I think it's down like no they down a lot and they had to actually run them down yeah first so, of all because the the fourth quarter format was the leading team whoever had the highest point they would go twenty four points from them yeah to make it. So it, I think LeBron them came into the fourth quarter like down nine or down eleven. It so was that like means you got to score like thirty five points. Yeah, to win. So it was the first of one fifty seven. Yeah. So that fourth quarter was amazing. Wait, that was good. That was amazing. That was good. Especially that was. Coming. I it was a point where I was like these 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 dudes playing too hard. And I was so mad. I mean, it was good drama. Yeah. But people like Kyle Lowry, listen, I no Kyle Lowry made that so four quarter, to, bro. I was so ready to fight Kyle no, Lowry. Kyle Lowry made a four quarter because I don't be into that trash guy playing, bro. But you, you this the all star game. You could get people legit hurt. No. I watched the play when Kawhi <laughs> was coming down on a fast break. Big man, I understand you want to play good defense, right? But play good defense the normal way. You can't be backpedaling and then come to a full stop in front of a guy. That's a charge. It, that's a charge, right? But not an all-star game, bro. You, the, no, you, no, 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 but no, no, If you blow if, it Kawhi, we, me, by the hell you can get in this NBA? If we compete, competing, let's compete. If but we everybody's competing, you know. Competing fellas basketball. Fellas was getting blocks. Fellas was getting steals. And fellas was playing. Even James Harden was dealing up on, on, on Giannis at yeah, one point. He was. And playing was, good defense. He was. But not to the point to where... It's getting physical the way I could hit you and hurt you. We got to talk about why Giannis hate James Harden. But anyway. Who don't, like, who, who don't hate James Harden? He openly hate James Harden. Yeah, but like. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> Let me tell us hate James Harden. But uh, yeah. Westbrook. Yeah. But Larry was a big part of football. Larry competed. He played hard. Now, he didn't do nothing on offense. But he competed and he played hard and he did his thing. I thought the defense all around that four quarter was. Insane from both teams. Them dudes was 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 strategizing. And that that last play wasn't a charge. Which last play? The one when James Harden dropped, he dead. No, that, that wasn't a charge. That was a, no, no. That, that I, was supposed to be gay right there. That, no, that was a foul on the floor on Larry. Exactly. That, that was a foul on the floor on Larry. That's Larry, a foul on Larry. Larry was reaching. He and, reached. And then James. And couldn't get the ball. Yeah, James. And then James Harden, like, give him a little, little push off. didn't extend. He gave him a push off. He gave him a push but, off, but, but he didn't stand. But he reached first. Lie reached first, and, and and I thought they should have called a foul there, so that wasn't a charge. But yeah, but that game was that game was really good. But um, it's joking to me. Oh, LeBron try and then with that deep three. What I tell you? I I, 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 show, <laughs> I sit there and I say, watch. I, I say, like watch LeBron. LeBron has come. He's trying to be the hero, and like he don't like that's what has bugged me with him. But like I ain't mind that you taking a shot, no. But hit it, man. You will not. You will never see Kobe have to take two and three shots to hit a game winner. And well, the thing is, Kobe don't like. One thing I noticed with LeBron too, even with that Miami one. Thank God he did do it. LeBron he ain't taking no buzzer beater. If he have twenty four seconds on that clock, the only time you see LeBron hit a buzzer beater, if he getting the ball with six seconds or three seconds, and it takes him that much time to get open. If LeBron get the ball with twenty four seconds or eighteen seconds or something, 
He's shooting that ball at eight. But there's a bigger problem with LeBron. Because he won't get that rebound. It ain't even about the buzzer beat up. There's a bigger problem with LeBron. Not nah, trying to gang on LeBron, but there's a bigger problem with him. I tell people all the time, you always say, I nitpicking. I ain't nitpicking, bro. That, that year when LeBron's in all them game winners in the playoffs, I say, cool, right? But check this out. The game was tied. Exactly. Le- if the game, if there's down by one, he wasn't taking the shot. You know how easy it is to throw a rock in, in, on a tie game. You already know you're going overtime. <laughs> if I miss, quarter run out. You're going overtime. Overtime, way better. But you, if you end up like them, 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 them Jordan game winners, them Kobe game winners. Rest in peace, Kobe. But them Kobe game winners. They down one. They down, down with, They down one and thing, man. They ain't no tie game three you know, pointers. Not, but they win or lose. I'm trying to hate, but don't come with me that LeBron clash stuff. If like I say, well, anybody know You have to have context with these games. Any any person who play ball know you down two, you don't feel as much. Pr- I mean, you oh, tie no. game, you don't feel as much pressure as if you down one. Of course not. Anybody who play ball, I tell you that. You let enough fly with confidence yeah. in the tie game because you say, boy, it is what it is. But tie game, the play ain't even drawn for you and you probably won't exactly. take that shot. Exactly. But you, when you, you say, give me it, I, I can take it. But it's so much pressure when you down one. You're trying to get it to the best score possible. Just letting your team down, especially in the NBA. See, over here, it's different. You, I, I've taken last shots on teams where I felt pressure and it's just me letting my team down. So if I miss, I let my team down. If I hit it, my team happy. But you imagine an arena with 40,000 people. You letting them down. Then you letting down, you playing for the Lakers, one of the biggest fan base in the world. You can imagine if you missed that shot down one. But for Kobe, them to take them type of shots, but you had to have some pure guts, you know. You had to be a stone-cold killer. Yeah, you, you had to be a, a high school dude. Because you know, but if you miss, by the whole world, man. But luckily, you used to hit him. More, but most of them, he, but. he was garbage in the clutch. I'll say that he's garbage in the clutch. He's get, but Giannis had that boy on. Hey, LeBron is garbage. I hey, hope they don't pin fit. off the glass. I tell fellas, I, I watch this. Let me tell you something. From I see LeBron look back, you never supposed to look back because you know why? LeBron is do the same thing to people when they look back. When fellas on that fast break and they look back and see LeBron coming, they just go right there and adjust their layup and get LeBron punch they vibe all over the place. Guess what? He come off that nice spin. Look back at Lannis for Giannis for a split second. Giannis say, okay, this mine. I putting this on the glass. But Lannis stick that. For the for LeBron's sake, I hope they don't blame the fans because he can lock that up. Oh, he can lock that right up. Yeah, I, I, ball of Danny I saw I, I saw that. I say, Jesus Lord. I say this man clamping LeBron right up. He clamped almost effortlessly. So so I anyway, but he, he had he had that clamp up. I I thought it was nice to see the, the best players in the world how they. How they operate playing with other good players in the clutch. Like they was like 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 even though LeBron, like I said, he was he was garbage in the clutch. It's good to see him how he deferred to other dudes. It's good to see Chris Paul still show some juice. He still he still was making right, some Chris big Paul plays. To get that buyout now. I he, listen, I'm pretty sure plenty of contenders want him out for that. He he, he showed some juice. It's good to see Embiid just flicking step up and take duels in the post. Dream shake fade away and then. Well, he did shake LeBron with the pants, boy, but that ain't cool. I see, yeah. I was doing pulsing because people say I pull on LeBron, <laughs> but it's be true. I watched this boy shake, shimmy left, shimmy right. LeBron way on the other side of the guy. I say, oh, boy. But it's good to see all that, but it's, it's really good to see that. Like, the best players in the world competing, going hard at each other. Only one thing was missing. Who? Kyrie. You know, Dan, Dan, he just needed some bro. little razzle Sorry. dazzle. That's not the only thing was missing. That's the only thing was missing. If he had yeah, Kyrie, Kyrie, a couple little razzle dazzle, Kyrie, ankle Kyrie, breaks. KD, Steph, hey, Kyrie, uh, Clay. Anybody wants to see a bunch of three-pointers doing crap lights. That, that's what was missing. They ain't playing no hard because they ain't playing no defense. 
But yeah. Kyrie playing on either? Whoa, watch him out now. Kyrie, Kyrie's an underrated defender. Underrated? Underrated underrated because he don't do it. <laughs> so any time he do it, that's a surprise. He's an underrated <laughs> defender, but you know what? He's going off on Kyrie. All the talk with these uh, 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 Clay and, and Steph and Westbrook. But when they buck fellas like Damian Lillard and carry them, but they just get drop 60 on easy. Yeah, man, and Lewis. You can drop a 60 and lose that game. Take that out. Look pretty, though. Go on. Pairs missing Dame, though. Dame would have made that game exciting. Yeah. A little bit more exciting. Dame, Dame, Dame was a pure killer. He obviously. too busy rapping. Obviously, yeah, you want to rap anyway. I injured anyway. And then bringing out friggin' Lil Rain, who looked like a scarecrow. I didn't understand. I don't know what's going on with Lil Rain. Like, I, I hope it ain't no health issues. Yeah, if yes. it is, pardon I, but... But his little way and he ain't looking too good. Yes, he got, bro. He ain't looking too proper. Yes, he got. Jeez. But um, all in all, I think it was a very good All-Star weekend. Definitely, I would say, keep the format. The only thing I hope is that these dudes weren't only just playing hard for Kobe because, again, we know what happened, the Kobe situation. Rest in peace, Kobe. I, I hope that they would carry this energy even to next year and the years after that because it's easy, obviously, now to do it because, you know, you're playing – you feel you feel you feel it for Kobe, but hey, good idea again by Adam Silver, fitting the name that award the Kobe Bryant MVP award. Well, so they say that the idea was more. The idea of the All Star Game was actually Chris Paul, who pitched it to thing because he is still the president yeah. of the M- MPBA. But if that is the case, then that's good. And he pitched it to yeah the league for that format, which. Obviously worked out. Yeah, if that's the and case, then, that's like good. you say, for it was good to see that they named the All Star because no, it, it wasn't a name for it, and I was trying to figure out like what they was gonna give to Kobe because yeah. if you look at the Finals MVP, that's Bill Russell. Bill Russell. If you look at the the trophy itself is Larry O'Brien. Yeah, so like you had to find something to yeah. put Kobe name on. All Star game was fitting. That's fitting. I I like that better than saying change the logo to Kobe. I think. That's a better idea. Kobe has the most all-star MVPs in, in NBA history. That's a fitting name. Fitting name. Kobe Bryant MVP award. So I think dudes will play hard to get one of those in the house. Um, Kawhi, you could see, from a, even from a guy who's emotionless, you could see how happy he was to get that award. He said that meant a lot to him or whatever. And I know LeBron was all he couldn't get that. But I think definitely keep the format. Um, great job by the NBA. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing how um, everything shakes out with the outside game in the future. What do you think about the rest of the season? Um, um, like I said, I'm still waiting on LeBron and AD to cut it on to playoff mode. Um, not just them two. We need Rondo. We need Danny Green. We got we got some good pieces who season. And I want to get the update on Cousins. Because I, I, I follow Cousins on IG. And I see cousins in the gym dunking and running and all that. And I'm glad to see that at February because we can need that around April. Eh? So don't think you sitting out no whole season because I noticed cousins was on a one-year deal and they ain't cut him. So they cut, they, they, I think they knew from when he hurt himself in August that he could have been back for the playoffs. And he I want to see cousins back. Cousins ain't never finished. He's really good. One thing we don't need, see the, dif- the difference is cousins would have been finished. If he was on teams where he had to carry them. If he still was in Sacramento or he still was in New Orleans, yeah, he's finished. Because he can come back and try and do too much and do stuff again. When we get into the playoffs, a big body like that, even if he ain't giving you 28 and 15 like he used to, Cousins could come in, give you 12, 15 points off the bench, and 7, 8 rebounds uh, on 3 you, blocks. If you could find time for him, yeah. you that. What you mean? 
You'll have Trivial McGee, you'll have Dwight Howard. Okay. Andy Davis could play center too. We we done established we ain't putting them as a center. The you point. don't think they'll put Andy Davis as center? For what? Which power sword can stop him? You only put him at center when you have to. But if you have another skilled center in uh, Cousins or Dwight Howard or McGee, you could play defense and catch all you. Mm-hmm. You don't have to. That's the, it, the strength of having good big men. The, the, the issue is... And then you're playing against the Clippers who only have perimeter players. Who can stop him down low? Who, Harold? Who stop who? Or Andy Davis? Marcus Morris? It ain't a, it, no, who it, can it, stop it, him it, or Cousins see, or Dwight Howard? When you're playing the Clippers and then when, you, when you're playing even the Rockets... Oh, that's right. Pretty, that's, <laughs> right. That's turbulence. You, what you doing essentially now is you trading three for two because Ooh. you going down there every time. But that's if they get in three. But they get, they will get three. We you you gotta get three cousins on the court. We watch, we watch James Harden rocket right up. With with cousins on the court, you don't think it'd be easy to get three? Cousins mm-hmm. ain't come out of guard no three point shooter. But who's shooting that three at, at your center position? Them niggas don't play no centers. That's what I'm saying, but who who should Tucker you don't Houston don't play no centers. So one, that's that one, one over. One spot Tucker? Tucker's the easiest one to guide over all them. Again, you play in three for two. Now that'll trade it. Right? Because they and, get hit it every time. I know and, one thing. When I go back down court and I throw it up in the paint, that's an automatic two. That's what you, you think. gotta come down and you gotta launch ball, especially with Westbrook. You gotta launch ball 40 and 50 times a game to get your trees. I could pass that in the paint, 80. And cousins, that's automatic too, or that's a foul. Who can stop that? You can foul that. No. And I'll tell them hitting free throws. Cousins in automatic too. Cousins in automatic cousins too. Cousins in automatic too. But I'll take injured cousins in the playoffs. In the playoffs, when the game gets physical, the rest will allow pushing in the post. I'm they, more physical than they cousins. Will, they will allow you to, to you move can't you like this off your like spot. Towns or something coming now watch back. this. Watch Who this. Who more physical than watch cousins? This. I can burst your brain this right now. When the Rockets played. That Warriors a couple of years back, the Rockets' game plan was to force the ball into KD's hands and let KD beat them in that mid post area. They did not want the shooters to go off. They said we will let KD, we will bait KD into getting the ball every time. We will stick two on Curry. We will stick two on Clay. And if KD gets the ball one on one, even though that's a shot he will score most of the time, we will live with that. And you know why they live with that? Because they follow him every time on the floor. Mm-hmm. They play in tough defense. And if he hits it, he hits it. But if he misses, that is better than them getting their shooters going. The Lakers, he ain't going nowhere unless their shooters going. So they can afford to go around there, that post, every single time. Okay. Unless their shooters on, they ain't going nowhere. The difference is they have an option. You have shooters who could come on and cut on and off, and then you have post players. Rockets don't have that option. You got to shoot 33 pointers every game just to be close. And if you got a bad night, which is more than likely to having a good night, because he ain't like this, the, the, the 015 Golden State Warriors or the 016 Golden State Warriors, you into that level. So you have nights when Westbrook is go friggin' 4 for 20. You have nights when James Harden is go 5 for 20. And you got fellas coming off your bench shooting 12 and 15 shots and Eric Gordon and PJ Tucker, them who only could sit in the corner and hit three. So what happen them nights when you don't have that three-point option, but now you can't pass the ball in the paint? Like you say, the game is getting more physical. When they start coming up on James Harden, when they start hedging them screens, when they ain't got allowed that to happen, then where's and, your post offense? I mean, for what it's worth, I don't think the Rockets could beat the Lakers. Of course not. So 
That to me, that don't really matter too much because I don't think they could be the Lakers usually. Unless they, him and him and Westbrook got to score forty points each every night, which is possible. Forty points, triple double. Because you got to go get rebounds, which is possible. It's possible. Let me not. Let me not. not Ali, that's Lakers. not. That's not possible. That's possible. You know it's possible. You can't get a triple double forty point rebound if you get if you have no centers and Anthony Davis and Dwight Howard in there rebounding. If 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 they allow. Westbrook and Harden to get 10 rebounds each over Anthony Davis and Dwight Howard, they deserve to win. They should sweep the Lakers. Because <laughs> I, I say, if you could let the point guard and the shooting guard come in the paint and their biggest man is a 6'6", uh, a small forward coming there and old rebound y'all and get a 40-point triple-double, but y'all deserve you, to sweep the You Lakers. never played on a small team before? You ever played on a small team before? Yeah, and I hate it. <laughs> you, if you play on a small team, can you all gang together, box out everybody, not and me. get rebound? Is that not possible? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> but it is possible. You ask the wrong person. I don't leak out on the break. Rebound. But that's yeah, the people who ask. I play, I play on small teams before. The, the goal was everybody box out. Everybody come on, five people box out, crash, get a rebound. That's that. I'm not saying that the Lakers it will happen, but I'll say this. This version of Westbrook we're playing now, <laughs> combined with Harden, they could get you 40 each. Oh, okay. I'm just saying. I'm not saying it will happen. They could get you 40 each. Especially if what he is doing now is deciding the guy Westbrook with the center. Because Houston ain't playing no center, so they're saying let's, this is, let's, just defi- let's just defend the one person on Houston who can't shoot with the center. And Westbrook's saying, all right, don't you want to defend me with the center? I know I can do it. I taking it straight to you and I put it in your chest like I was putting in everybody else's chest. Yeah, let him come and put it in Andy Davis who was defensive, well, the candidate for yeah, defensive can player of the year yeah, and then come in there and put it in, in Dwight Howard who was two, three time defensive worry, player Dwight Howard, he, and okay, if I, anyway, Howard, do what you gotta do. That's all I can say. Do what you gotta do. All I'm saying is this. I don't see where they would fit Boogie Cousins in. I know they would want to get time yeah. for Andy Davis at center. Um, It'll be interesting to see if they do. I doubt it. Now, what do you feel about the Clippers just get Reggie Jackson? I, for uh, me, so I don't think that does anything for the Clippers. Someone come in my chat yesterday. I ain't call no name. Well, I like to wake mine in my own business waking up. Boy, I need you to talk about um, Reggie Jackson. I was like, who? I had to go and Google Reggie Jackson. I was like, boy, if you get cut from the Detroit Pistons. If yeah. the Detroit Pistons cut he, you. He get bio. That's not a cut. He get bio. That's yeah, you buy you out because we a, don't want you no, no more. No, that's an agreement contractually. No, agreement. That they said, You know okay. why they had to buy him out? You know when, when buyouts has come? Buyouts has come after the trade deadline where we is trying to trade you and no one even wanted okay. to pick you up. That's true. That's so true. If, that's true. if no one in the league that's wanted true. to, to trade for you, to trade for your contract. And then the Detroit Pistons end up trading you after they get fellas like Derrick Rose playing for them. So that means Derrick Rose in his decline is better than Reggie that Jackson right that, now. That, that don't necessarily mean <laughs> that. that I mean, I, nah, I do think Derrick Rose is better than Reggie Jackson. Exactly. Right? So that's what it means. But no, Derrick Rose wanted to stay in Detroit. Reggie Jackson preferred <laughs> not to stay in Detroit. Now, I agree with you with the point that they probably tried to trade him and he wasn't getting no offers. That's very likely. But after trade dying happened, okay, Reggie Jackson just came to grips and said, I don't want to be in Detroit. Derrick Rose says, I, I'm okay with being in Detroit. We'll keep the better player, Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose, no, he ain't have much options. Yeah, He's we'll, smart. We'll Reggie the, Jackson, I don't we'll, know where he gets so ballsy from. He say, I won't win a ring. I won't win a ring. He nah. Wanna, he want to walk. Me personally, um, I don't think they did that 
I don't think that does anything for the Clippers. Not a thing. Um, I don't think he feels a need that they that they needed. Nope. Um, I don't think he replaces anything that they did not have. The only way that helps them is if something happens to Patrick Beverly. You have now another guy, a seasoned guy, yeah, that can come off the bench. In. And he still ain't give you the production. And uh, to keep in mind, I don't like Patrick Beverly. And to me, he don't even give you much production. But even if he gives you even, production defense, even Reggie Jackson can't give you the projection. <laughs> that he, he he can't give you what Patrick Beverly gives you defensively. So that's not the question. You ain't gotta worry about that. Again, I don't I don't see why they would do that. The only reason I came up with was probably just to make sure that y'all can't get him. Hey, we don't want Reggie. And we don't have Rondo. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> we don't have too much too much baggage we can maybe we got freaking like Caldwell Pope we can y'all gotta do something with that baby. we can all type of dead we don't understand he shot a Caldwell but we've been playing a little bit better this season so shut up but I that's my only conclusion I don't think he really does nothing for them Um, y'all working on J.R. Smith what you think about J.R. Smith coming, coming on the Lakers that's the coming to join that's showtime. The, that's the estrogen of LeBron again, because to me it's just it's just the fact that he felt like he was so hard and so down on J.R. Smith that he's gonna give him a wake up. It's no way impossible reality that the Lakers can feel like signing J.R. Smith is gonna get us anywhere. That's why they haven't signed him as yet. So it's like. Oh, I can get you this way good, bro. Just to show you we cool. After I done punched the board and break my hand, cursing you out in the in in the in the finals last year or year before for friggin' pulling the ball out and doing garbage. So this is my way of making up with you. That's why I say that's the estrogen, bro. Other fellas, but listen, people like go be them and other fellas you play with, gone at them. Big man, you mess up, take your loss, push out. But LeBron has that emotional side and that you know little boyfriend side that he got to come and, <laughs> and you know when your girl mad you got to go pat on the back and you know play with her a little bit so she'd be like oh yeah and then you got to go buy ice cream and candy and stuff just to sweet up so this is where you sweeten up jr smith so they could be boys again i guess because obviously you see what's going on with delonte west and i guess he don't want to be the reason where why jr smith i guess follows that same path he uh i mean yeah i mean probably J.R. Smith, I mean, if he ain't gonna pick up by right now, bro, like, yeah, like you, mean? Yeah, like, bro, you gotta work out for teams, bro. Like, people don't know who you is, and they done inside. Like, they give like, you that wiggle lawn that yeah, they call like, you back yet, like, bro. That's like getting a job interview. <laughs> that's like literally what it is. You only been on the NBA for a year, bro. and and they ain't call you back, so it, 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 you should know what's going on. You ain't you better you barely been on the NBA for a year. Why you gotta work out, like, bro? You ain't no Jones, like. Melo ain't even at the wake. That's like, like bro, <laughs> if people don't know who you is by now. Melo up off the street. Hey, come on, bro. Come on, come on. Like, that, that, that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing that they have to work with J.R. Smith. Like, he's an NBA player. You know what I mean? So, I, I assume they probably won't pick him up. I assume the Lakers could go with what they have right now. And, and I was telling someone earlier today, you know, that despite the fact that I think the Lakers need another playmaker, as long as LeBron can turn about the clock. It's not guaranteed. But as long as he can turn about the clock, the Lakers have enough to get to the finals. The reason why they are not making too much more, like I say, I feel they are downplaying the Boogie Cousins. They know that he'll be back for the playoffs. 
So it's the fact that that's why they didn't have to go after Marcus Morris. That's why they didn't have to go after Jeff Green. They didn't have to go after bigs or power forwards or big slow fellas because you got a DeMarcus Cousins coming back. And then on top of that, you already got heavy. You got Rondo. You got Caruso. You got Danny Green. They're not good, though. You got all these fellas, but guess what? LeBron won't play point guard. So it's like you don't even need to bring in no point guard. And that's the main issue. Because you got LeBron and, who bringing up the ball every play. Exactly. So that's to me is the, the underrated point. And that's why I say if he can turn back the clock and if he goes back to even 2015 LeBron, 2016 LeBron, then the Lakers don't that, – that need for a next playmaker, what people think the Lakers need, they won't need because it's there LeBron will just go from playing 40 minutes to 46 minutes or something like that. And they – will have no need to play another guard. He'll essentially be playing the whole game, the entire playoffs, which he's done before. So if he could take it back to that, then even if they face the Clippers, who's their biggest competition, I still see them beating the Clippers, and I still see it being a, probably a Bucs and Lakers finals. Um, now, when you play the Bucs, that's a totally different story. Giannis could lock that up. I don't care if he turn back the clock. Yeah, Giannis could lock that up. I ain't there if he go 2003 LeBron. Giannis coming and locking that up. I just like telling you what I see. But the thing is, with the Lakers is, people just talk so much about LeBron. And to me, my MVP is Anthony Davis. Of course. I, I mean, of course I, people I, I say really that he's the MVP. I look, at, I look at LeBron on this team as the Robin. Anthony Davis is the bad man. Okay, I give you that. Anthony Davis leading the team in points, rebounds, field goal percentage, free throw, LeBron, you you saw the the, the 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 tweets between LeBron and Shaq. Shaq getting off on LeBron because LeBron shooting like sixty percent from the free throw line, and Shaq was like, "Man, I used to shoot fifty something percent, and you here getting off on me?" And it's like, "Wow, he right?" Because I look it up and LeBron is shooting like fifty eight percent from the free throw line. It's like, bro, what, what you shooting? You gotta shoot. I understand that, but anyway, you, spend all the time you got you got shoot. guys like Anthony Davis shooting. 78, almost 80% from the free... Well, actually, he's shooting over 80% for the free throw line. So my thing is, in the playoffs, when it comes down to it, we just need to keep Anthony Davis healthy. No, Anthony Davis, obviously, I think he's your best player, right? Of course. But LeBron is the engine that drives that team. Oh, and you need boy. you need good guard play to win in this league. You need... And LeBron, at the end of the day, is a guard. Le, Anthony Davis, I think he will go off in the playoffs. He ain't have no choice. But if that engine ain't pumping like how it is. Not on him. Now, obviously, if that engine is pumping, the Lakers are able to pull off this championship. I'll tell you one thing. LeBron won't get MVP, but... That'd be crazy. This would be an impressive performance yeah, for him nonetheless. Could, yeah, um, 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 Anthony Davis could go out there and average 50 points, 25 rebounds like Will Chamberlain back in the day. And LeBron will come out there and average five points, five rebounds, and one assist, and he'll get finals MVP. <laughs> I don't think LeBron will get MVP this year. I think Andy Davis will average the most points. That has been the indicator for most of finals. Whoever averages the most points usually wins MVP. That that has been precedent for most for most finals, except the one where they inexplicably give Iguodala MVP over Steph. I don't talk about that right now. He deserved it. Other than that, he didn't deserve that crap. Other than that. If you average the most points, you will get the MVP. So for Andy Davis, I expect him to average whoever they play in the finals, 30 or whatever the case may be, um, probably 30, close to 30. LeBron, he ain't got that much like I said because he get locked up. 
So if they win, whatever. I don't expect them to win, though. I expect Milwaukee to win the finals. I expect Giannis to get his first ring. And I expect that to put the league in a little bit of a frenzy, you know. So we'll see how it plays out. The second half of the season should be interesting. I want to see how uh, Zion continues to play, even playing good in this little uh, sample I don't know size. How, I don't know how they have in this debate now about rookie of the year. And it's like, oh, Zion yeah, or, or Jamaran. It's, like, it's not a debate. This boy legit played two <laughs> weeks of basketball. Yeah, Jamaran's rookie Jamaran year. Jamaran been killing all year. And you didn't mean to tell me. Zion, they ain't even saying, oh, Jamarat or Zion. They saying Zion or Jamarat. Like, yeah. they have him as one. And yeah. Jamarat is two trying to catch him up. And I was like, wow. No, Jamarat's rookie, yeah. To me, it ain't even a competition. He's a base awards. Trust me. Like, it, it could be much closer than people yeah, do. Yeah, I, I think, think it will be. Jamarat should win it. But it could be much closer because I tell people these media based yeah. awards is such bull to the point that we're. You just got to be a fan. Right. I just listen to some of these media do people. I be like, bro, this flicking them. Like, how they just let these people talk, boy? These lotion. Like, I, some I, of them exactly. boys. Like Shannon Sharp, them who, yeah, was, who, but, who believe LeBron is baby Jesus. But, but no, but the people who they have voting. Like, they just have all the people from ESPN. These people from ESPN is actually vote for That's these awards. The people who voting who never dribble a basketball in their life. They, and so, they so concerned about, dra- like, the, the yeah, dramatization of basketball. Is really a, a, a sickening point for me, and I and it happens with all sports actually. People are more concerned about the drama of the game, the storylines, than the actual game. And they will vote, they will, like you say, they will vote for Zion based on the drama surrounding Zion rather than hey, Jamaran played the entire season and he played, he averaged like 18 and 9. Like, that's the rookie of the year, bro. I see the guy from ESPN another day, uh. Rachel Nichols, oh, should LeBron win MVP because um, of the burden he's carrying after Kobe's death? I'm like, bro. Wait, anyway. <laughs> like, why are you trying to make LeBron? M- why are you trying to make this book Co- 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 Kobe death? I see them. I don't even think LeBron should be in the MVP race to like, me because if you ain't not, if you are not the best player on your own team, how are you the most valuable player to the league? Not to say LeBron ain't playing good. LeBron is balling. And LeBron is playing good for his age. But you can't... Okay, the only way I should see LeBron in the MVP race is if you add an Anthony Davis. You aren't even saying both of them in the MVP race. You bypassing Anthony Davis, who is obviously having a better season than LeBron all around. Or even if you want to say Except just as good. Even if you want to say just as good. The only thing LeBron beating this man in is a six. Yeah. And you can tell me, oh, LeBron is on his way. To, to be in one of the yeah. oldest MVP, and I was like, "Wow!" And you and you making this about Kobe, like how, like you, like how sick could you be, boy? How could you? How could you? How could you even let that come out your mouth? First of all, Giannis is the unanimous MVP. Like, like they were so cool. This would bugging me. Like they cared on. Like I mean, Kobe and LeBron started to get close. They were they was yeah. they was cool. But Kobe never liked LeBron them for his couple of years. They, they they was cool, but I mean, it's not like don't make it seem like oh they was brothers and he yeah, I mean that burden. Now nah, Rob Palinka. Who was Kobe agent for like 20 yeah, they, years? Yeah, he should he should still be in control of it. Should be feeling yeah, some type of way. Jerry Bus, uh, Magic Johnson, people who legit was in there with Co- Shock. Yeah, like these are people who can the biggest weight of knowing this guy from he was a 16, 17 year old kid to now a forty one year old man. Not LeBron who meet him when he's done thirty something, and like I say, they wasn't at first they wasn't even too fond of LeBron coming to LA. So it's like, 
I understand, yeah, he got close in and said, Tingham, but don't make it seem like he's the only one, Candace Burton. Like, this was his brother. Yeah, and, and you could use that like, for his MVP bro? race. Yeah. Like, what type so of darkness it is, bro? votes now because, oh, he's a Laker and Kobe was a Laker, so let's like, just give him the MVP. That's too much drama for me, bro. Like, just make it about ball, bro. Like, Giannis is the MVP. They have the best record in the league. Giannis averaging like 30 and 50 or something like that. Like, give the dude the MVP. If you could have LeBron there, like you say, Annie Davis averaging, he having just as good of a season. Yep. So have Anthony Davis there as well. Don't make this about no shit LeBron. That's sick to me, bro. Like, like they they, they got to do something uh, about all this drama and the ESPN tries to stir up after everything. Even with the Kyrie stuff. Like, everything, every time Kyrie step in front of a mic, they make it some type of spectacle. Like, bro, like, it ain't that serious, but it's just basketball. We enjoy watching the sport, and this goes for all sports as well. Yes, the media. But the we media enjoy media. watching the sports. The media just getting ridiculous. Like, Lamar Jackson lost a a, 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 a game in playoffs. How do you feel, Lamar Jackson, about failing in the playoffs um, year after year? And he's like, it's only my second season, boy. Like how you could call me a failure in the playoffs in my second season. Some people don't even make it there. It's the people who ain't doing nothing. Like it's the people who sit down and, and legit write, put pen on paper. Your, the, the sad thing is your job in life is to write about my life. And you ran your down talking to me about how I feel to be a failure. Okay, big brother. You go home tonight and you research all yeah. of my high school tapes and you go research all of my life and you come back and you come and tell everybody how all of my yeah. life is and I's the failure, yeah. bro. And, and, okay. And, and you let me know how I feel to be a failure. <laughs> since you, since, since you have it all figured so out. Successful. Yeah, you have you it all figured out. Looking at my face. That's why I like what uh, Mad Barnes say. Mad Barnes them say they, they had to restore some of the because him and Stephen Jackson have that little podcast they doing. Shout out to them. They had to restore some of the fate in the media. So. Yeah, man, it's disgusting, you know what I mean? But it is what it is. Um, I just want to touch on one thing before we finish. Um, what, you, what you thought about There's The, the Astros were in the, the news a lot for the past week um, in MLB um, for the science stealing scandal in 2017. Um, how do you feel that should be handled by the, the league? Um, a lot of players... Uh, uh, have come out and just uh, they are very outspoken against the Astros saying you know they cheated they they should have their ring vacated first of all I'm very upset and hurt because they robbed my Yankees like I said like 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 they say it's no such way the owner could come out and say oh yeah we did it but I didn't feel it gave us an advantage if you didn't feel it give you advantage you wouldn't have done it why exactly. would you do something that you don't believe will give you an advantage? It's, and how is not knowing a pitch coming not giving you an advantage? I mean, that's like me not that's like me knowing the number for the lottery, and then I go and play it, and I win the lottery, win 150 million, and I can say, oh, well, me knowing the number before didn't give me an advantage of yeah. winning the lottery. What? What he meant to say was that it did not determine the outcome of that game directly. And and you are right. It does not determine the game directly, but it is still cheating. It is the, probably the worst form of cheating the in baseball. The object of the game is to outscore your opponent. The 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 way you cheating is to give your players tips on how to hit the ball so that you outscore your opponent. To me, that's directly cheating. Yeah. Indirectly is even to me. I feel indirectly is PEDs. P 
people get mad at PEDs and 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 steroids. That, a fella could take steroids and still won't be good. Exactly. And then they, but with this, these fellas had MVP and, seasons. Yeah, and you had some people who who started to like try to uh uh go bring up Barry Bonds and saying and, and and guys like took PEDs and say, oh well, you know. This one took PEDs, but we didn't have y'all didn't have missed this much outrage about this. But again, like you said, you can take PEDs as an individual. That's only for you. Exactly. That doesn't mean it's a you whole organization. Exactly. That doesn't mean you, you determine the outcome of a game. This is an organizational systematic cheating yeah. scheme. I felt we got robbed, and like uh, Juan Carlos said, and like Aaron Judge said, if they they uh, at the time Aaron Judge hit fifty two home runs, I think Juan Carlos hit fifty. They saying, but if they didn't know what pitch was coming, they could hit eighty, almost a hundred. Exactly. And I agree with them, and fellas, with that type of power in Yankee Stadium with a short porch, and you could get a buzz on what pitch coming. Oh lord. Yeah, and Aaron Judge, was it? he was, he was, he was adamant. He said, you know what? I had a lot of respect for those dudes, and now I just lost all. You know what I mean? And and you got guys like Jose Altuve, who you look back on those videos, and. It's time to celebrate, and he ain't gonna take off his shirt because yeah. he already know he got the stuff on his shirt. And the thing is, it shows stopped statistically because they showed the Astros batting home and away, and home was almost twice as much better than their away batting average and stuff like that. So you could obviously see that they had a home field advantage where something was going on at home that they had a a a, a, a way of hitting better, I should say. It's, but it's it's crazy. I, I hope they vacate their championship. Yeah, they need to. Um, since since they cheat other people over it, yeah, they shouldn't get it at all. And and they need to have some heavy heavy punishments because there ain't no place in the game of professional sports on any level for cheating. So, with that being said, you know, we're wrapping up another episode. Um, we'll be back next time with more stuff, more NBA stuff, more. Um, more probably more stuff on this on on this um Astros thing. This probably will be a continuing thing for a little while. Yeah, because opening opening day about the spring training about to start and yeah. then opening day, and then also we'll have uh, NFL off season news. Yeah, we can see how teams start to rebuild. You start the stun hair rumors. You got Cam Newton them talking about oh we can go with him. And the first the first bad game he have oh we should have let him go. You got Jameis Winston having eye surgery, talking about he couldn't see. That's why he threw 30 interceptions That's the funniest thing yeah. ever, bro. <laughs> so, I, I saw that. I was like, yeah, this is Bush needed, bro. You needed this. You needed this. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, I understand with him a little bit because I have the same issue sometimes. But, but, yeah. We can bring more of that to you guys next week. Stay tuned. Uh, follow us on SoundCloud. We have it on Twitter. Instagram and Facebook, obviously, for you guys who are watching live. The solid Pods. Thanks for the support. Shout out to the Solid Pods. Shout out to the experts. Shout out to Buddy Heal for representing the 242. And that's it. See you guys next week. Yep. Kick it in the city when we in around town. Next door, neighbors telling us that it's too loud now. Neighbor, can you please just turn that mess down?